Welcome to the sixth episode of the Bitten Talk Podcast. I am your host, Rodney Lewis. We have the bald head bandit here in the building with us, Mr. Dr. Jason Seifert. It's great to be here. <laughs> and we also have the president. <laughs> the president of the board for the for the city of St. Charles School District. Mr. Josh King's in the building. The president. Dun, 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 dun. Salute. Thank you, gentlemen. <laughs> I am I am going to enjoy this session uh, immensely. So I'm looking forward to this. Fantastic. Thank you for joining us. And as always, please subscribe to the Benton Talk Podcast. We are available on Apple Podcasts. Stitcher or anywhere you listen and download your podcast. This is a very special show because one, we are in the process of starting school. So we will be starting up pretty soon. It's here. It Well, maybe just for me, but it feels like I never left. And I don't think I did. I spent a week in Florida, but now I'm back. We've been working pretty hard. We have been summer. working hard. Yeah, it's been pretty cool. It's exciting, though. It is exciting. We have new teacher orientation next week, which is fantastic. Three days um, working mm-hmm. with our new teachers. It's fantastic. I'm looking forward. I'm looking forward to that, um, especially being in my second year. Um, and you're going into your second year as superintendent. You finished the first year, energy, emotion. Now you're coming back for the second year. You see things differently, clearly. Give me your take going into your second year. Superintendent. I think this year the energy level is obviously high again mm-hmm. the emotions there i mean i can't wait to get started there's just something about starting a school year and getting yeah. everybody you know we'll get you can just feel the energy right building mm-hmm. so we've got we'll have the teachers come back or nto first new teachers mm-hmm. and then the 12th is the kickoff with everybody the that's one of my favorite right? days when everybody's together the whole family the whole school district's together and then the kids get back and that's when the real energy and the magic takes place and so getting into year two i think you know we're just gonna get more intentional we're gonna talk a little bit about we the are. big rocks and just we're gonna take that next step mm-hmm. in our journey to making sure that we're servicing and we're meeting you know needs of all of our students and we're that's what it's all about, about. i know but you're yeah, I had to tee it up. A you get me. You get talking about excitement. You get me going. So, before I turn it off, because you're going to have a nice yeah, conversation yeah, yeah. with Mr. Keen, who does yeah. a fantastic but you know this job is fluent this. though, so you don't. Oh, I can jump back in there, but yeah, okay. let's uh, a little shout out for the producer, the guy behind the mic. Literally, he's behind the mic. He makes <laughs> he makes comments, but nobody. I don't think anybody hears a Papa Chris. Papa Chris, let's, let's give it up for Papa Chris. We even got Josh. He's giving it up for Papa Chris. Papa Chris makes it work, doesn't he? Yes, he does. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, it, it's an absolute pleasure. Being a board president um, is a it's a huge responsibility and it's a tall task and it's a it's a volunteer position. But vision and leadership starts with our board and it trickles to our superintendent. Then it trickles down to myself as the assistant superintendent to our colleagues and buildings. Um, so it's a pleasure to have you here, Josh. Um, and you talk about leadership. You know, it, ta- it starts with relationships. Mm-hmm. So when you can have a board president, you know, when he got here, we like to joke with him. And sure, yeah, around. yeah. But then we get serious, too. Yeah. We have great conversations. We do. And real conversations. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of trust. Um, and and I just can't ask for a better board president. really can't. Mm-hmm. And then our whole board, for a seven-member board, you know, there are people that have great hearts for our district. And they're serving. They're serving they're the serving. community and serving us. And so that's that exactly leadership, right. we really appreciate it. And it's exciting to have our president yeah. with us today. So I truly, met, you know, I always say, oh, you like, but yeah. we truly care for each other. We truly sure. have a relationship. We truly have a, 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 um, 
a friendship, but then also, you know, it, there's a lot of professionalism involved with it, and we want what's best for our kids every day, and that's what drives us. So it's exciting. So I think great being, leadership. Being in, in my second year in HR and working so closely with the board, the way that I do, it is it's refreshing, but it's also eye opening just how in tune and in in sync you really have to be to carry the same vision. Because there, I'm sure there are times where you don't see eye to eye, and you know obviously that makes it difficult. But we all want the same thing for the city of Central. And the open communication, and you get into some of that. But the yeah. true collaboration that we have with our board and the unity that we have, I truly don't know how we could do it differently. So I, I totally agree. So I'm gonna let you get to it and have some questions with our board president. The president, the head honcho of them all. (laughs) This is my nature, Josh. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Yes. Yes. So thank you for joining us. Yeah. If I can, if I can just give, and you guys mentioned this before, but I do want to give a shout out to the other six members of the board. Um, As you said, we're we're all volunteers. We were elected to, uh, to, to serve the community and to serve the district. And to your point earlier, all six of them, have all seven of us I should mm-hmm. say um, just have the the students best interests in Absolutely. mind and, and hopefully everybody sees that when they attend meetings um, when they talk to us mm-hmm. all seven of us we have seven different personalities mm-hmm. but we definitely all have the same big rock in mind absolutely that's fantastic and it is a pleasure working with you and the rest of our board members so thank you for joining us once again so Josh before we get into the nitty-gritty about how you serve our school district tell us a little bit about yourself well, I've been in the school district now, living in the school district since 1998 mm-hmm. is when my family and I uh, moved, or my wife and I at the time moved. And uh, we have two daughters. Uh, our older daughter, Hannah, goes to St. Charles West. She's going to be a sophomore coming up. And then our younger daughter, Julia, is going to Harden for the first year. Uh, so we've we've been in the St. Charles School District all of our kids' lives and just had a wonderful, wonderful experience going through Monroe and Jefferson mm-hmm. and, and now Harden and, and, and West. And uh, it's it's been great, and that's part of what brought me to board service, just the great experience in the schools. Tell us how you got, how you got to the board. How, how did you get here? Yeah, it began really with serving in a few committees. I think the first committee that I served on was when we reopened Blackhurst mm. and had to do okay. some of the district reboundaries. And then I served on a calendar committee, and then I served on a CSIP committee, okay. as, as all three of those were just as a, as a parent. And there was an opening in the school board, and it really began with a conversation with Danielle Tormala. Uh-huh. And she talked to me about what it was about. I had a conversation with Dr. Marion at the time, the the superintendent. And so I had a conversation with Dale Hallemeyer uh, about it. And it seemed like something that really for me, it was enhancing the way I can serve. You know, it was Mm -hmm. great being a parent volunteer, uh, but this definitely took it to a whole nother level. Yeah, absolutely it did. So obviously when you are out and about and you say you serve on the school board, obviously that comes with the, some perceptions, et cetera, like, wow, you're on the board. So like you must be in charge of everything, right? <laughs> Tell us about how you took steps to actually become the board president. Well, I think it begins with the fact that even though I'm the board president, that doesn't mean that I have special privileges or special <laughs> right. powers. Jason likes to joke, you know, hey, this is my boss. Yeah. What's 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 my reaction to that? 
one seventh. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. So that's I'm one seventh. Yes. And and I and I take that that seriously. So as the as the board president, yes, I work closely with Jason. Mm-hmm. We we collaborate on what the agenda items are going to be. Um, I do have to serve as the spokesperson at times. Yep. Usually it's the superintendent generally who's the spokesperson, but as the board spokesperson, that is me. I, I lead the meetings. I make sure mm-hmm. they occur in an orderly manner. But really, I don't have any other decision-making authority. Um, it's mm-hmm. still you know, seven of us. We all have equal voices on the board. Sure. We have one vote per person. And really, it's, it, I guess it's my responsibility to make sure that that process goes smoothly. Yeah. In terms of your question about how I worked my way up to president, that yeah. was kind of circumstance, I guess. Okay. You know, Dale uh, stepped down after nine years of service, and he was probably the one board member that, that was my mentor mm-hmm. as, as I was there. And I guess I'm just humbled that the rest of the board members did respect me enough to to vote me in when Dale stepped down. So I certainly wasn't campaigning for the position or anything like that, but sort of fell in your lap, so to speak. It it, it kind of did. And I'm trying to do my best to to continue to do the best job I can. That's awesome. And you're doing a great job. Tell us how you interact with Jason and what that relationship is like from your perspective. Not to put you on the spot, but as the board president working with the superintendent to help lead the district, what's that like? As Jason said earlier, I mean, first of all, it involves trust and good, solid, open communication Mm -hmm. where he and I can really talk. You know, if if something that he didn't like happened, he can tell me. Something Mm -hmm. I didn't like happened, I can tell him. Mm -hmm. So it really begins with that kind of relationship that we have together, and it is a strong one. So it's, it's, it's listening to the community. What, what are we hearing from the community? And, and, and oftentimes, that's kind of an offshoot of listening to my fellow board members. Sure. Because there are, there are plenty of people in the community that trust maybe one particular board member, and they go to them a lot. And so that board member will come to me. And if there's a, uh, a situation, maybe something that needs to be brought up in a board meeting, mm-hmm. then when Jason and I have our conversations, we will say, all right, let's bring that up in the next board meeting. Let's have the discussion and, and move forward with it. So it, it's funny. I don't consider myself like, like oh, this is a right. big deal. I mean, but it you is know a big that deal. When you're out, it, though, and you're, you, you're in our schools, I mean, it's not like, oh, that's, it, <laughs> who is that guy? Like, if you're, the, you're, if you're on the board, people take notice. That's, they, that's they the do. reality. They do. You know that, and, right? And, and, and I've, said this in, I've said this in multiple board meetings, and I'll say it throughout my whole service. Um, one of the biggest things that you hear from general members of the public is, oh, you're a school board member. That just must be a thankless job. But it's not, right. um, at least not in our district and not with our folks. People thank me all the time, which is sure. wonderful because um, we don't get a paycheck. <laughs> so the, the thank is, is really nice. Um, but, but no, I think that really says a lot about our community members, our teachers, mm-hmm. our principals, our, our staff. So yeah, people, people recognize that I am the board president. And hopefully when I'm interacting with them, they still treat me like a, a regular person. And I, sure. think, I think they do. And there are also times, because I'm also a parent, there are times where I decide to not wear the badge yeah. and just, just attend dead. something as dad. Like, for instance, I, I chaperoned a couple of nights at, at the St. Charles West Marching Band Camp. Yeah. And there I was Hannah's dad. Um, I wasn't, you know, Mr. Board President. Yeah. Did we have some conversations with a few <laughs> other parents? Of course, but that's just part of the that's right. part of the gig, and, and hopefully, 
hopefully they know that that I'm listening. And if anybody wants to have a conversation with me, I'm, I'm always my ears are open. It's fantastic. So as the board president, much like the superintendent, there's a vision. As a board president, just help us understand where your vision is for our district. What, what do you see? Yeah. Yeah. So the I kind of when I think about my vision, it's it's kind of segmented out into a few different parts. So first of all, it's thinking about our families. Mm -hmm. And so really, my vision is for every single family in our district to to know that their their kids are getting a world class education and they're confident. They know it. They live it. They see it. Mm. So that's that's number one of my vision. Number two is is for our students. And that is I want our students every day that they come in, no matter who they are, what their background is, what they're going through at home, I want them to feel safe in our schools. I want them to feel cared for. And I want them to feel challenged mm. to learn and to grow and to be the best person that, that they can be. And then finally, it really is for our community. And I want our community in general to see how great we are sure and to continue first of all our community supports us wonderfully with you know when we've asked for for bond issues and even the tax levy a few years ago um, they've supported us overwhelmingly so number one my vision is that they continue to support so we we continue to earn their support absolutely Um, and I want them to see that you know what the city of St. Charles we we're a leader unfortunately you know when you talk to some people on the other side of the Missouri River and I said, yeah, I'm a school board member at, at you know, City of St. Charles. Like, wait, is that is that how? Is that, you know, Zoom all? No, we are, we are St. Charles. Right. And, and so, you know, yeah, they're the big boys. Right. We know that. But, but I, my vision for the community is for us to really continue to grow our, our reputation as, as, the, uh, as the wonderful district that we are. It's fantastic. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, and we're going to continue to talk about vision, but we're going into our two big rocks. And we're talking about our two big rocks because, you know, we talked about, Jason, we talked about getting intentional, purposeful, more focused, and we're here. We're in year two, specifically for you and me, for that matter. We got two big rocks, so why don't you go ahead and just share it because you teed it up. I did. You teased it at the last podcast. I did, and and you told me not to talk about it. You wanted to wait till now. I I did. I did. But we're here, so let's do it. When we got into it last summer, and really started looking at where we were headed as a district, we came up with what we call the SCSD United Plan. Right. And that was three days of the retreat. And I think so you have on here just to talk about the retreat I, a little bit. I think we've talked, but just give the brief overview of, of what the SCSD United Plan is. So at the retreat last mm-hmm. year, when we, we meet with our administrators uh, each summer, for two, this year was two days, last year was three days, and we sat down and said, you know, there's a real thought of where are we headed as a district and what are we doing? We do a lot of great things in this district, but are we doing it with consistency and with fidelity throughout the district? And what are we guaranteeing for all students? So the SES United, and Josh just talked about a brand or, you know, our theme or making sure we get our vision out there. So that's everywhere, right? Mm -hmm. And it's not just, it's just not a slogan, but it's exactly what we meant. And it's, it's that United plan that says, this is why we're doing what we're doing. This is what we believe in. And this is what we're going to do for every kiddo. Sure. Is, is basically what the plan is. And it's broken down from reach, teach, and empower, which are our three words in our mission statement. And it's it's a document that guides us with our daily plans. And it's got our specific what's or the specific um, strategies and practices that we're using daily to help kids. 
uh, grow and learn at a high level. And so that's the plan. Sure. That plan helped us go right into our CSIP process, which is our five-year plan, our next five years, and it goes it goes hand in hand. As we got into this year, we started thinking about how do we get more intentional. And one thing that we saw is we got a great plan. There's a lot on the plan. Mm-hmm. And we, what we want to do for our staff and for our students is to be able to really hone in and say this is essential. This is yeah. There's a lot we do, but this is exactly what we we want you to focus on. And so the two rocks were born. And yeah. so. Now it's not just us just United. Now it's United We Rock. Yeah. And we have two big rocks. And so and and these rocks, these two essential things just, just come out come out of thin air. They came out of the plan and they came out of the CSIP. And so we highlighted both documents right. and you could see two big themes come out of it. And the right. first one is our response to intervention process process, which is also called MTSS, multi tiered system of support. Of support. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's simply just a plan of what are we essentially saying we want our kids to learn in each grade level? How are we going to assess them? And how are we going to make sure we intervene to make sure we're meeting all their needs? That's basically what the plan is. Sure. There's key things underneath there, but that's the plan. Mm-hmm. The second piece of the big rocks or the second rock would be our student needs. Sure. We have kiddos that come from all kinds of different backgrounds. And, and you hear the, the phrase trauma-informed. Right. And uh, I, I think that works very important. But to us, it's not just being informed. It's really how are we meeting our students' needs on a daily basis. And so those are the two big rocks. We want uh, everybody who is associated with the city of St. Charles School District, when they say, hey, what are you really about? And you heard it. And when Josh is talking about kind of his own personal vision for us, yeah. you heard it. Yeah. It's exactly it the there. same. It's right there. And so we're going to live that. We're going to live. How are we responding to uh, inter- interventions for kids and how are we have that system to make sure that we're meeting their needs? And then on the, the social-emotional piece, how are we meeting their needs with that as well? And so those are the two big rocks for this year. And there's things that fall in place underneath those two big rocks, mm-hmm. but that, and that, so that focuses uh, everybody's energy and attention to those two areas. So When we talked about the two big rocks at our administrative retreat, there was a takeaway, and the takeaway was that both of these – are driven by philosophy. Yes. So RTI, the response to intervention, which essentially means that students, whether they are performing extremely well in our classrooms or they're struggling a tad bit, we have a system of supports to make, to ensure that they learn. It's to ensure that they learn, not that they might learn. And the philosophy is, comes with a question is, do I believe all kids can learn? So if I'm a, if I'm a struggling and I was a struggling student specifically in math and I struggled in math and and I don't know if it was designed this way at the high school I attended but or maybe it was a little bit of sort of the internal motivation that I had but I would get help before school I would get help after school I would get help during lunch if it was possible there was all the, I, there were ways for me to mm-hmm. continue my learning and so the question was do we believe all kids can learn? So that was the philosophical question number one about RTI. And the same thing, it was the same, really, the philosophical question about our, the, the, the student needs or the social-emotional needs of our students. When, when a student is, they, they're not self-regulated, do we believe that that student can come back to our classroom environment at some point once they get themselves regulated and learn? So w- what takeaways did you have from the retreat? Because we really launch this at the retreat with all of our administrators first and then we'll follow it up at the district kickoff well not only at the retreat but this summer i spend um because it takes time to get to everybody but i meet with every all seven of our board members for a lunch meeting and i also meet with all of our building administrative teams at least once this summer and so throughout all of those meetings as well as our retreat 
it's very clear that everybody's on board and that, you know, if it doesn't make, as a leader and you have a vision and we cast that vision and say, this is who we are, this is right. where we're going. If, if it doesn't make sense to me and I can't own it, right. then how can you own well, it? Well, it's impossible. You can't. And so what I, what I, the biggest takeaway that I came out of the retreat in this summer in this plan is, is how easy everything has moved into these two big rocks. It's not just like we just created it. Right. We set a specific plan for last year in the SCS United plan. It's still there, mm-hmm. but now we've just made it into two big rocks. And, and, and can I piggyback? Sorry to cut you off, but can I piggyback? Because so much in our CSIP surveys like stemmed around these two as well. So I think uh, you're absolutely right. This didn't just like, oh my God, let's just create a new theme and let's United We Rock and something else. No, this was a common theme. We're evolving. Mm-hmm. It's moving. And it's all it's all one. The CSIP plan, again, that's our comprehensive school improvement mm-hmm. plan. That's a five-year plan. And we were planning that. And so that's why we wanted to get the SES United plan in first because we wanted to make sure that we knew what we were about, what we believed, right. why we're doing what we're doing, and what we were going to guarantee for all kids. So then we say, this is where we're at. We took, basically took stock in what mm-hmm. we're doing, and then we could write the five-year plan. And it all goes to it, – it's not two different documents. It all flows together. All, and then when you mm-hmm. see it and you spend time in committees and you start working on the CSIP, the two big things that come out of that is that response piece. And the response – you're exactly right. The response intervention is just not the intervention time. Right. And most intervention times we're talking about is in the classroom, the core teaching of the classroom. And mm-hmm. so the RTI process, it, it, it starts with belief. It starts – then gets into the actual essential – what we're trying to – the essential learning we want our mm-hmm. kids to learn. And then the assessment piece. Mm-hmm. And then the response to – how, how do we help kids make sure individual learning that has to do with assess, assessment capable learners where they're owning their own learning? So all those things, standard based, based grading is a yep. big piece of it. Most so definitely. all of the big practice things that we're doing, um, instructional practices, are part of RTI. Absolutely. And now everybody can say this is what it is and this is how we're yep. doing it. And I believe that we have done a good job of talking about it, but we're going to live it. Mm-hmm. And we have to do it with fidelity. Absolutely. And it's a mindset. It is a mindset. And the student needs comes right along with it's, that. I mean, it's all a mindset. It's about students who are struggling and how do we support them. It, it, it is hard. I mean, if you were just going to just check the pulse of it, that's essentially what it is. And it's all students. It's, it's all the kids students, that are riding high and, and we're all going to struggle at some point. But mm-hmm. even our kids are doing really well. How do we continue to challenge them and, and move them forward as well? So it's exciting work. It's it the is. right work. It is. I know it's the right work. And I know we're all excited and, and interested to see what – map scores and EOC scores look mm-hmm. like for last year because they're just now coming out trickling, right. and I'm hungry to get some of that data and we've been looking at some of the individual scores and mm-hmm. um, we've done a little bit of a camp I can't really talk about it too much because it's not all there yet and we've seen some good strides um, but we're not chasing scores we're chasing that growth that happens on a daily basis and when you have a system in place like we do you can see that growth absolutely. with other different types of assessments without getting too weedy no no but, absolutely um, it's exciting. It's just, and then when you put a theme on it, like United We Rock or hashtag SES Rocks, and we got some things that we're going to do. I'll keep secret, but some, you know, uh, we got shirts for our administrative right. team to wear, and we got a couple things for all of our staff to get, just little tokens of things. Yeah. Oh, of course. Of course. Our board president's sitting here, and he, he's he, got his hands up. Yeah. He, he's like, where's my shirt? You got one. Um <laughs> And just little tokens to remind our staff that you're a part of this, you're important, and and we're in this together. And so um, it's exciting. 
It, it truly is. Because I, I, the vision's been casted. Yes. We know where we're going. We know who we are. We know where we're at, and we're moving forward. And okay. um, and it's all for kids. It is. And it kids is. are kids are and world class education is as Mr. Keen said. Um, it, this is a great place for kids. It is. I know it is, and we got wonderful staff members that hopefully feel rejuvenated and. Yes. It's had some time off, and they're ready to come back because uh, we have a lot to do this year. And and can I just put this put this out there is that it's it's for all of our employees, right? When we're trying to ensure an environment for um, all of our kids to learn at an extremely high level, which is the goal, that's the vision. All of our employees. It's not just teachers, right? It's the custodians. It's the nurses. Everybody. All of us help turn this clock round and round. It's all of us. That are all part of that's what I love that yeah. every staff member comes to our kickoff. Yes. So we're all there. They get to hear the big rocks. They get to, they hear pretty much all the things that the administration heard uh-huh. for two days. They just get to hear it in a quick sure. synopsis. But to hopefully motivate them a little bit, inspire them, and they're ready to go. And and we do this work together. You know, we don't sit in silos in our offices. That's we're exactly out right. in the buildings because we want to support. And it all goes towards our students, but if we don't take care of our people, yes. we won't get to our kids. Transportation, and so, bus drivers, our trial wall stuff, every and, employee in this district help is helping and I know, to support I know kids. where your heart's at. I know where Josh's heart's yep. at, my heart's at, that we, we, we love this district. We love the people that serve our kids, and we, we want to take care of them, and we want to make sure that it's a great place for, oh, top 100 workplaces, right? That's right. Um, but yes, sir. It, that's just not just a nice little thing to have. We truly we embody that. We we do, and it's and I'll keep saying it over and over again. We love our staff, and we love our mm-hmm. kids, and we love serving this district. It's fantastic. I'm excited about the big rocks. Josh, you want to chime in on the big rocks? I I know you heard a lot, I, but I told you before you don't have to be a just a, a spectator on this conversation because I know you have so much skin in the game. No, I appreciate that. But one of the things that got me thinking, especially about the staff, right, it, it is more than the teachers. Right. It's more that it's, it's everybody. And I think back to when I would go to a, a school assembly and and they honor the custodian mm-hmm. who, who, you know, makes a big difference for, for somebody, you know, any little connection like that. And uh, last year when we had the, the tragedy at Harris, mm-hmm. I went to the, the visitation at the, at the funeral home, and right behind me was their bus driver. Absolutely. And he didn't have to be there. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know how well he knew those kids, but he cared mm-hmm. enough to be there, which means he's making connections. And, and so the more connections that we can make, especially with troubled students, those who need the support. Maybe it's just a smile. Maybe it's just a, a yeah. not being ignored. Um, th- those little things can make a huge difference. And it doesn't matter who gives them the smile to a certain degree. It doesn't matter who gives them the high Correct. five or the pat on the back. Sometimes our students, not just in our district, in every district, they need a pat on the back and a smile from an adult who cares. And so um, that's what we have here in our school district. Yes. And, and you know, with the, the response to intervention and 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 some of the the challenges that we have as I attend events with other school boards, um, this you know some of these challenges. It's not unique to us. No, it's, not at all. It's uh, these are challenges that are happening all across St. Louis and St. Charles, and and so it's very important uh, important work that you all are doing. Uh, <laughs> we kind of watch it from our end, but we appreciate how what you are all doing for these students. Thank you for joining us, Josh. You know, Jason, uh, well, I would say we don't have any celebrations, but I'm talking to the boss, so 
do you have any specific well, just, celebrations? We're going mean, to talk a little bit about what's coming up, but it, mm-hmm. you know, Josh mentioned St. Charles West Band Camp down yeah. past Hillsboro. I was able to join in that fun and go down there with Dr. Vocal, and we got to see the kids perform. And, and Meyer just does such a great job with that program. So that was really cool to see the kids in that, mm-hmm. that setting and hang out with this guy for a little bit. <laughs> and so, um, it, but in our our people are so appreciative that oh thank you so much for coming it's like it's part of what we want to do i'm not going i'm not down there for my health i'm not down there to say hey look how great i am i'm down there because i want to be a part of the kids that's where we want to be so and so shout out to the st charles west band it was Mm -hmm. just a great time to see them and i know the marching pirates are in their band camp this week so i'm going to go by and see them as well so and then all of our fall sports um i think they open up on august 12th with practices so it's here um and speaking of it is here and new teacher orientation i love the fact that we spent three days just with our new teachers. Yes. Josh and the board comes, all of our district administration, and we spent three days yeah. really getting them up to speed with our with what our culture is and um, and really show them what St. Charles is all about. Absolutely. And so that's cool. It's just a neat time. Yeah, it is. And then August 12th, we've been talking about it. That's our kickoff. It's hard to believe that we get our entire district. I mean, every employee comes to St. Charles West to celebrate the official kickoff. The the, the entire school district. And then we have, Josh did a great job of Ryan too, that we have a uh, family festival coming up too Mm -hmm. on the 7th. And that's that's for all of our families at St. Charles High. That's another great event. Uh, I think it starts at 5, is that correct? 5 to 7. 5 to 7. Yes. It's a great evening. Lots of things to, for back-to-school type of equipment and things and materials that you can pick up. There's also hot dogs. Papa Chris likes the hot <laughs> Papa dogs. Chris. Yes. Papa Chris. And, and, and then talk about all the resources that we have in this area that support our kids. But it and talks so about the community They're support. all there. So mm-hmm. Josh was talking about connections, all about connecting. So it's just exciting. It's an exciting time. And as a superintendent, you know, you get into then we'll start school on August 15th. And I don't know how you feel. And I know you, I, you feel the same way, but. It doesn't matter if you're a superintendent or board president, assistant superintendent. You are PR Papa guy. Papa Chris. I, you just get that excitement. You do. School's coming. I, I couldn't sleep last night. I don't know if it was because of the podcast or what it was. But, like, <laughs> I just get really – I mean, I do. I just get – Josh. It's like guy. I'm going to go to first grade again. Yeah. I mean, I just I, – I can't wait for the 15th. And it, it's a great responsibility to have 5,100 kids come yeah. into your – they're under your care and your watch. It's a big responsibility. That's a huge responsibility yes, for all of us. And I just love to see that in action. And I love to see our buildings and our facilities come alive with kids. Talk about our buildings and facilities. If you have not gone to our schools, don't go just quite yet because we're – we got a lot of construction <laughs> going on. But our facilities – Oh, yes. Almost every facility has been touched by this last bond issue. And thank you to our supporter of our – Thank you. Our uh, community, but it's it. There's a lot going on. Some really neat things, and these buildings are looking great. They the look additions fantastic. and the renovations are just. This district has a lot of good things and a lot of momentum going in the right direction. And it, it's my, you know, I'm very proud to be a part of it. Ditto. It's it's an absolute pleasure to be here. And I'm telling, and I said this last year. Nobody does construction like City of Saint Charles School District. I mean, our facilities look. Coverdale looks incredible. And then when we move. From one half of the building to the other half, and we did how within a day, mm-hmm. two? in the middle of the school year. It, it's just incredible the amount of support resources we get things done. Is well, we can go on and on. We're gonna we're closing out. Let's give the president a round of applause. Thank you, sir, for joining. Josh, us. thanks for being with us. Thank you for having me. This was this was a pleasure. This was great. Thank, thank you, you for joining us, Papa Chris. Papa Chris, thank you, sir. Salute to Papa Chris. Salute. The head honcho himself. Thank you, Dr. Lewis. I am Rodney Lewis. Thank you so much for joining us on the Ben Talk podcast. Join us again.
Have a great summer or what's left of it. See you soon. We're See out. ya. That's a wrap.